Today we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension, Jesus ascending into heaven. And when you think about Jesus, who is fully human and fully God, ascending to be at God the Father's right hand, uh, that's really a great compliment to all humanity, uh, that one of us in, in Jesus' humanity is with in heaven, and it's a sign for where the Lord has gone, we hope to follow through the grace of Jesus Christ. Uh, heaven is our destiny as well. So that's looking ahead into the future, but the ascension is also about right now. That in all three of our readings for the ascension, it's about you will be my witnesses, that the Lord is ascends to heaven, but the Lord is now present to the earth in a new way, in his body, the body of Christ. That's all of us. We are to be Christ's hands and feet and voice. We are to carry on the mission and ministry of Jesus in our world. Now, the readings also speak about we don't have to worry about how are we going to do this, Jesus says, I will send the Spirit to you. And that's what we celebrate next Sunday, the great feast of Pentecost. We celebrate the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles, upon all of us. And that's a very appropriate day to get confirmed, and we'll be chatting about that in a little bit, okay? But it's that sense that each of us has been called. St. Paul, in the reading from Ephesians, speaks of live a life worthy of the calling you have received. One of uh, the aspects of my position as a priest is I celebrate uh, funerals. And one of the things about a funeral is it's, it's an, a chance for many people, when somebody has died, to kind of reflect on their life and what how they, what they spent their life doing. And it's, it's a chance to kind of reflect on how the person has responded to God's love for them and the way that they have loved God and loved others in return. And funerals are an opportunity to witness the, the many varied and, and wonderful ways that people have tried to carry on the mission and ministry of Jesus in their life. We, every year at our parish, we do a stewardship of talent. That's in March, where we invite you to kind of ponder, how has the Lord gifted you? How is the Lord calling you to carry on Christ's mission and ministry in the world? And then with a stewardship of talent, how in particular might we do this as a parish community? And so we have the stewardship of talent forms. And by the way, if you, if you didn't fill out one, there are still some in the back of church. And it lists all the commissions and different things going on in the, in the parish and invites your participation. Uh, a, a way that we too can be witnesses in our parish, in our community, and in the larger world. Now one of the things mentioned on that stewardship of talent is our council and commissions. And you might recall last Sunday, I invited you to come to a discernment night this past Tuesday after our 7 o'clock Mass to consider prayerfully about serving on one of our councils or commissions. So on Tuesday, I spent some time preparing uh, some of the things I wanted to present at the meeting that night. And then at the 7 o'clock Tuesday night Mass, 
Uh, some of our regular Tuesday night mass people said, well, where are the people for that are discerning counsel and commission? And I said, I don't know. And then after mass was over, I was here all alone in the church. There were zero people that came for the discernment night. Now, some people had told me that they planned on having their name in the hat for the councils and commissions uh, for Pentecost this coming up week, but there was nobody there present, and I thought, hmm, what does this mean? And it might mean I, maybe I need to change the way things are. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I need to talk about it a little bit more. And so this is the weekend where I'm going to talk to you about this, and there's white forms at the end of each pew, because I want you to, to consider whether this is the year, or maybe it's, maybe it's not this year, maybe it's a future year, to serve on one of our councils and commissions. And for everybody, I think it's good, uh, regardless of how we feel called to minister, to know more about what our councils and commissions do. So I'd like to just give you a, a little summary of each council and commission. Let's start with pastoral council. The pastoral council is the primary means for the pastor and parishioners to meet and discuss the needs and hopes of the parish community. And I really think of pastoral council, it, it, it's one of the things that's required that every parish have a pastoral council. And for me, pastoral council, when I meet together with our members of pastoral council, it's looking at three questions on a regular basis. The first question is, who are we? It's, it's to consider who are we as St. Michael Parish. You know, what we've got men and women, young and old. Uh, we, our geographical parish boundaries are, uh, well, certainly Grand Ledge, but it's beyond Grand Ledge, too. And within those boundaries, we include several care facilities. We include the National Guard unit. And so it's a question of who are we? And the second question is, who is God calling us to be? And in, 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 in trying to answer that question, pastoral counsel is meant to be uh, regularly in a process of prayer and discernment. Who is the Lord calling us to be? How are we called to carry on the mission and ministry of church of, of Jesus as a parish community in this area that we're located? Are we meeting the needs, the spiritual needs, and, and the other needs of people in our wider area? Uh, how might we respond? And that's really the third question. You know, so it's who are we? Who is God calling us to be? And the third question, how do we get there to consider uh, uh, policies or visions or, or, or ways of staffing or, or, or things to do as a parish to try to be the people that God is calling us to be, to carry on the mission and ministry of Jesus. So that's the pastoral council. The finance council, if the pastoral council is considering how do we get there, the pastoral finance council is how do we pay for it, Okay so that how do we have the funds necessary to carry on the mission and ministry that Jesus entrusts to us? And then the other question is the Finance Council oversees our, our buildings and our grounds. How do we have the facilities so that we can carry on the mission and ministry of Jesus? And so I'm very grateful for the Finance Council for their work in, in advising me on, on how do we go about this? And I'm also part of the, it's not, 
It's, it's a separate group, they meet separately, but they're a key part of this is we have a building and grounds committee and they have done a huge amount for our parish to kind of figure out decisions, things like, well, we realize that we got this wonderful fellowship hall downstairs and we have this, this lift that a lot of people don't like getting on to get downstairs and it's, it doesn't fit some people. So we were able to, a couple years ago, to have our accessibility improvement project and uh, with handicap accessible bathrooms and then the full-sized elevator, uh, the Building and Grounds Committee was key to that along with the Finance Council. Next is the Education Commission. The Education Commission is concerned with handing on our faith. You know, this is really lovely to have uh, Abby here uh, for our, receiving her first communion and Jameson and Landon. Um, you know, your parents, uh, it wasn't that long ago, and sometimes it feels like it just happened, they were either here or another church getting you baptized, okay? And at your baptism, they made some promises. They promised to raise you in the faith by loving God and loving one another. And we try to have baptisms during the Mass because parents are the primary religious educators of their children, but we as a faith community have a responsibility to assist parents in raising their children in the faith. That's why we have St. Michael School. That's why we have St. Michael Religious Education Program. That's why we have a youth ministry program, to help parents to raise their children in the faith. Now, and I'm speaking to you, Jameson and Landon, and uh, Elena too. Faith formation does not end when you're confirmed, okay? I'm speaking to all of you, by the way, all right? <laughs> Faith formation is a lifelong process. Jesus continues to call and invite us to grow in our faith, whether we are 14 years old or whether we're 94 years old, Okay? You don't have to self-identify if you're 94 years old, okay? That that's a lifelong process. And so we have adult faith formation. And we have, for people that are, we, we invite to become Catholic, to share our faith, to be baptized. We have the RCA. All those things fall under the Education Commission. Next is the Stewardship Commission. The Stewardship Commission helps to... Uh, Promote the stewardship way of life, a way of seeing that our time, our talent, our treasure, all everything we have is a gift from God to respond with gratitude to the Lord's gifts and then to share them freely in responsibility uh, with others to build up the kingdom of God. And kind of the, the stewardship commission as ours operates, there's kind of a real active commission. What they do is, uh, well, what they're doing today is they're putting on the name tag weekend and the newcomer luncheon. We've got a, a luncheon right after Mass today. Anybody who's new for the parish this past year, that's what Stewardship Commission does. They also do, uh, we, we try to every year do some kind of appreciation of, of everybody for how you are carrying on your stewardship through your stewardship of talent. And we weren't able to do that this year because of COVID, but we hope to do something again next year. So that Stewardship Commission, Worship Commission, that concerns itself with our, our encouraging our full active conscious participation as the worshiping assembly. 
As we gather here at Mass, this is the most important thing we can do all week, giving praise and thanks to God, God who has given us every day and every minute of, every, of the week. We gather to give praise to God, so the Worship Commission helps to oversee that. And the, the most important, the key part of, of the worship is the assembly. That's all of you. You know, when COVID first started last year, and it was just me in church, basically, and, well, Trevor was showed up, too, and, uh, and, and Riley, it felt pretty empty, didn't it? Yeah, it, we were missing you. And so the assembly is the key part of our worship. But within that, we have different uh, roles to serve the assembly. We have our musicians. We have our uh, altar servers and uh, sacristans and Eucharistic ministers and readers and hospitality ministers and art environment, all trying to facilitate the, our, our worship experience. So that's the Worship Commission. Now, for all of our council and commission members, uh, some expectations. One, that they be a practicing Catholic. Uh, although I, I do want to say, even within that, you know, we, uh, as I think about this, we have a number of people who are not Catholic who come here and, and maybe they come with their spouse or on their own. And if you'd like to serve on a council or commission, just see me. And because uh, that's worked out very well, too. Uh, committed to the good of the parish, communication skills, attendance at meetings. And that kind of usually four, between four and seven a year, it kind of depends on the council and commission. We ask that people serve for a three-year term. That's a way to kind of find out what the Council's Commission is doing and then to really be invested in it. Obviously, if you can't serve for three years, that's understandable. But we, we have a three-year term. At the end of that three-year term, we invite the person to discern with me as a pastor uh, whether to serve a second three-year term. Once you serve a second consecutive three-year term, you're done, okay? Because uh, we want to keep this rotating. We want to have a whole variety of people experience our councils and commissions. Now, if you've served on a councilor commissioner before and would like to serve you know, on, a, on a different one, not two consecutive terms, you certainly are welcome to serve again, and we're encouraged. So on these sheets, I encourage you to, to take these with you. Uh, they're at the end of each pew. And then you can, there's a place to put your contact information to circle if you, uh, which one council or commission you'd like to serve. It would help if, you, if you'd be willing to serve on more than one, not at the same time, but just to then circle several and then indicate your present, your preference. Because what's going to happen is next weekend on Pentecost, we're going to be drawing out the names of our new council and commission members. We're going to do it by lot, which means if there's one opening on, on education, I'd better have more than one name in there. I could have 10 names in there. That would be wonderful to have 10 names in there for education commission. So, uh, but anyway, we, and we do have openings on each of the council and commissions. And with finance, uh, the, the guidelines from the diocese are finance members are appointed by the pastor. Uh, but this is very helpful if you're interested in serving on finance to fill this out so, uh, so I, it helps me to make those appointments. Now, tomorrow is my day off, so I'm going away. My hope is when I return that I will find some of these in the office or 
some emails or something so that I can prepare the, uh, the names for placing in the basket for pulling by lot next Sunday, for Pentecost Sunday. So I want to thank you for uh, considering serving on our council or commission. Please pray for all of our councils and commissions in all the ways that, that we as disciples of Jesus seek to carry on uh, to be Jesus' witnesses here and to the ends of the earth. And we pray that the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Spirit, that we celebrate next Sunday, we pray, come Holy Spirit, to help us as we serve in the Lord's mission. Oh, that's one more thing. Some of you are like really eager and ready to go. So if you got this form where you, yep, I got my name, I got what I'm going to do, there's a basket in the back of church. You can do it later. Take care of that after Mass today.